Welcome to the Perspective Podcast. I'm Brandon. I'm Jared. And I'm Emily. On this podcast, we talk relationships, lifestyle, finance, and everything in between. And And this this is is our perspective. perspective. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Perspective Podcast. What up, y'all? What's going on? Today, we're... Oh, sorry, Jared. Did you have something to say? (laughs) (laughs) Forget Jared. (laughs) What's going on? What's going on? Um, Today, we're going to talk about relationships, qualities that we look for in a good relationship. We're going to talk about if, like, the opposite sex would be friends. Uh, We're going to talk about things that we maybe thought we needed when we were younger, but realized that we do not need. Um, and a couple other things as well. So let's jump into it. So qualities that are important to us in relationships. And this does not have to be romantic relationships. These are just relationships in general. So for me, I have honesty, reliability. Um, I want someone who's mindful, who's aware of themselves, uh, supportive, and someone who can be playful. Because I'm a goof, so I want someone else who could be goofy. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm all about. I'm all about it. Yes, ma'am. Got some cheating going on. Jared, did you have? You want to share yours? <laughs> Whole lot of cheat sheets going on. Well, yeah. Um, being that I wrote mine out because I'm thorough. We all wrote ours we out. All wrote ours out. Well, <laughs> what do you think this is? Uh, okay, oh, I'll be honest. I'll, I'll be honest. We all wrote ours out. Exactly. Um, and, ha- however, and you wrote yours last, by the way. Jared wrote his in cursive. <laughs> <laughs> like I was saying, uh, my list is similar to Emily's. Okay, okay, okay let's hear it. Uh, five qualities in a partner that I value are one, a sense of humor. Uh, if you know me at all, you know that I'm never really ever serious at all. That's true. That is uh, true. So if you're super serious and super. Uh, you know, straight face. Uptight. Uptight. We probably won't get along at all. Yeah. That's uh, right. And then uh, independent. I think I would like to partner with someone, not necessarily take care of or be the sole generator of all things, entertainment and all that. Like, you know, like I want to... Somebody who has friends. Somebody who already does stuff. Someone like, who has their own life. Yeah, your own life. That's a good one. Yeah, outside of work and have it be school or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's someone that that way that person isn't always like uh, I guess stuck to you in a sense too like they have other things going on just really, or, yeah or like always texting you or yeah yeah, yeah. always calling uh, yeah, they, yeah. They have other I'm not a big caller on. I'm not a big caller yeah like, or you could go out and hang out with your friends and they wouldn't be up your butt the whole time exactly yeah <laughs> <laughs> look I, know, I hate that talking his language <laughs> talking his language <laughs> yeah um, and then ambitious um i'm a dreamer so i want somebody to dream with me uh, and while we achieve and reach these dreams uh like you know just to keep it uh keep things fresh always thinking about just thinking bigger thinking about more mm-hmm. reading for more um and then this is one that uh emily was looking at my paper what uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh but fun crazy and wild so, okay that's different than that um just saying but fun. you know i've had uh partners relationships Romantic and not so much romantic to where I'm like, wow, this person really isn't that fun to be around. Do you, would you consider that like daredevil? Because I'm thinking about like a goofy, goofy guy who uh-huh. can like crack jokes with me and do improv. Okay. So like what is your definition of 
playful, goofy. You have wild on there. I'm the yeah, I'm thinking both. I'm thinking um, just vibrant, like you, you know, uh, spontaneous. Go paint and sip, like you, you know, paint and drink. Go skating. Yeah. Go um, say if I'm like you know I'm about to make a bad decision. Nothing illegal, but like if I'm if, <laughs> if I get a thought on a whim and it's something that's different, but could. You know, could book, it could be fun. Yeah. You know, right, right. Kind of like that. I, would, uh, I will say, it is fun. I've like hung out with somebody where, where we just like hung out all day. And then out of nowhere, they're like, do you want to drive somewhere? And I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. Spontaneous. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah Spontaneous I, is a good one, yeah. Yeah, I realized that recently to where um, uh, I was hanging out with someone. And then we just were like, whoa, well, let's do this. And just it was just fun. It was mm-hmm. just fun. <clears throat> uh, so, yeah. Would you say that you'd like someone who is a daredevil? Uh. Like if they were like, Jared, I like jumping out of planes. Come jump out of a plane with me. Uh, no. Growing up, my next door neighbor was actually a skydiver, like my whole life. Mm-hmm. So him and his little, like they were like in a little group. They jumped in um uh, out of uh, Zephyr Hills, Florida, and like like a real like club. Like the water bottle? No, like uh the the it's a city. Yeah, but isn't that the name of the water bottle? That is also the name of the water bottle. <laughs> but yeah, no, Dude, I mean uh, maybe. Oh yeah! Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna shut up. <laughs> 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 nothing, nothing at all. I'll tell you later. But yeah, um, I thought I heard yeah, but to be uh, you know outgoing and then just personable. Um, I'm a very people person, and you know someone that I'm uh, courting or cordial with doesn't have to be the same. But I don't want you to be so anti people that if if we're around people, they have to walk on eggshells. Mm. Or you're, you know, a walking time bomb and you're tick, 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 blow if somebody says something you don't like. Yeah. Brandon, okay, what are your qualities? My five qualities, my number one is loyalty. <clears throat> I like my partner. I need to know that you're you're about me. You're not going to cross me. No funny stuff. Like, you are, I'm loyal to you. You're loyal to me. Kind of self-explanatory. Um, but I'm really, really big on that. Not just with my partner, with with my friendships too. Anyone that's close to me, you gotta be loyal. You gotta, I gotta be able to trust you. So that's that's big. No new friends. <laughs> I'm not even gonna say not no new friends, man. I'm all for it because you know that used to. I'm glad you said that. That used to be my personal mentality, like no new friends. But you gotta remember, like sometimes your new friends might be you might have a better connection with them than with some of your old friends because some people you outgrow or like certain things like as you get older interests change and you know y'all just you know split ways but you know some people you hope don't get me wrong you got lifelong friends too but don't think just because it's been around longer that it's more solid because that's not always the case um number two confidence i like a woman that's confident you know even if, like, she's not... How can I say this? Even if there's something that she's not super convinced about, she carries herself in a way that you would never know it. Right. You know, like... <clears throat> so, it's like... It's kind of like... If you tell yourself something enough, you, you'll you start to believe it. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you know, just... I don't know. That's, well, that's, that's big. Or even what happened at work the other day when one of the female trainers got... Like cat called and she just brushed it off like she didn't even care. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like stuff like that. It's just, yeah. Like when you're confident in who you are, that's that's a big turn on to me. I love that. Mm-hmm. Having a sense of humor. I think both of you said that already. I would agree. 
Um, with that, got to be able to joke around, have a good time, not be so uptight. You know, I'm not saying you got to try to be, I don't know, whatever, some comedian. But, you know, like, right. just be, just know how to vibe, chill, have a good time. Like, just live life. I'm all about that. Don't be a stick in the mud, sweetie. Don't be a stick in the mud. Don't be a stick in the mud. And um, discipline. That's I really enjoy that in, in someone too. Cause I mean, usually people that you meet that are disciplined are usually not disciplined in just one area of their life, but in multiple, you know, areas and things that they do and pursue. So like say you're working out or like you're disciplined to be on time or you're disciplined to I don't know, whatever goal or thing it is that you're looking to move forward with or pursue, that's a huge one. And last but not least, humble. Someone that's not really arrogant and not too, like, cocky, over the top. Mm-hmm. Like, it's okay if you have your moments where you're feeling yourself. Because yeah. we all have those moments where it's like, you know, right. hey, I'm feeling myself. But, and I think that's cool. And I think that's important to have, too. Some people may disagree, but it's okay to have those feeling yourself moments. But, like, if you're humble, you know, about where you came from, where you're going, you know, okay to... Just not be a know-it-all. Be a sponge in life. I love that. Yeah. Or, just, or just be cool. and Don't act like we all should just be grateful to be in your presence. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, don't act like you're just above all else. Or you that know? you always need attention or to be the loudest person in the room. Right. Or... Like your presence. That's one thing I love. Like a woman, like if she walks into, like you know a strong woman, right? When she walks into a room, she doesn't even have to say anything. Mm-hmm. Her presence alone is going to speak. And that lets you know what you're working with. That's a boss. That's if you, you, you got to walk into a room and like she's all like over and whatever, like if she walks into a room and she doesn't have to say a word, you just feel it. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh yeah, she's nothing to play with. Yeah. And then when she opens her mouth and then that correlates with her presence, then it all just comes full circle. So it's like, yeah. Yeah, that was on my list too. That's. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's... Oh, I didn't see the paper was been folded. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Jerry, you got two sheets? <laughs> Most definitely. So, so that yeah, being great. said, like, you're speaking about females, but would you say that those attributes would also correlate to the friends that you have who are, are males? That's a good one. Yeah, well, the guys that I associate myself with, come to think of it, you know, they're all pretty, like, Bosses, mm-hmm. you know that like, they're all. Now I'm not saying. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying they they reached the finish line. You know, they're still on their journey trying to get to where they're trying to get to. But their mindset, yeah, you know, they have a million dollar mindset and they're not millionaires. Right. That's what I mean by bosses. So, the, like all those attributes are just qualities that you would appreciate in anybody. Really, like people maybe who you respect the most or who you're just drawn to in general. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Definitely like a partner, a companion, but also friends too. Confidence, loyalty, sense of humor, discipline. Messing around with Brandon, you brush your teeth after you um, get a drink of water in the morning. You're not disciplined. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm all about that. All about it. So, yeah, that can apply to both parties, friendships and relationships. All right. For me, at least. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, I would say my best friends would be honest, reliable, mindful, supportive, and playful, for sure. Yeah. Now, let's talk about opposite sex 
and friendship. Uh-oh. Do we think <laughs> that we can be friends with the opposite sex? Ooh. I'm going to let someone else start it off. Come on, Jared. What you got? I think you can. I actually have two girl best friends who I've been best friends with for um, like five, six years now. Yeah, like one for five months, but the other two are also pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Facts. So, <laughs> uh, I mean, it's like, um, they were like, like that first apartment and you're like a sophomore in college and like y'all are all going through it together. Mm-hmm. Like you're all drinking Seagram's, like, like, <laughs> like you know, kind of like those friends. So, I mean, I see them more as sisters. So, right. um, it's awkward sometimes I'll meet people and I mean, they're a little weird. You know, they'll, they'll ask the questions and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going, I'm staying at my sister's house, uh, which is an easier term to say than my best friend who is a girl mm-hmm. uh, or a woman. And uh, so, yeah, I think that the common, I don't want to say common, but the, uh, the there's like a cloud of the whole best friend or the friend mixing, like, you know, mm-hmm. the mixing of such. But I mean, we are like completely like, I see, I see them as like family. They're platonic. I, yeah. I won't say I see them as like boys, but I see them like family, like how I see my like my blood sister. So, yeah. Which is crazy to me, like all the people who would just be up in a roar, like I didn't know about these two girls, and I'm like, we'll really hang out, like we'll take trips and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. if they if they could be girls, boys, like in my eyes, they're family. So yeah, yeah, I feel the same yeah. way. I feel like I can absolutely be friends with guys. I think that the biggest factor in that is communication. Like sometimes you just know. But other times, you literally just have to make it. <laughs> like, hey, we're friends, right? Yeah. But, I mean, also to to recognize, like, if somebody does start to feel that way and you don't feel that way, mm-hmm. you got to distance yourself. you got to start separating yourself from that or figuring out a way that works for both of you where nobody's feelings get hurt, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that it's possible. I just think it can be really tough. Like, unless you are both just, like, not the other's type in yeah. any way, shape, or form. Yeah, now, in that, that's something I do not practice often. So that is a relationship that I know in myself I can't commonly reciprocate or do over and over again. Um, so I, I don't even pursue female friends in that light because I'm not good at that. Yeah. Um, I just, I, I went through some tough times with those two. Mm-hmm. So now they're just in a different category. But otherwise... I don't really have female uh, friends or associates. Well, I mean, even me and you, like, I talk to you about all my guy stuff. <laughs> and I think yeah. just, it's just funny, right? Like, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. We have a good time. It's fun. Yeah, we have a good time, definitely. So, yeah, so with... so. W- <laughs> like with me, we're more so professional, and uh, and then we're coworkers. Uh, work the same shift. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, what just happened? Nothing. No, I. You just wanted to do an SO. Yeah, an SO. Oh, so no more. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, like if you can develop into where you like have a good working, you can talk. Like I tell you things that I wouldn't normally tell. His deepest darkest secrets, everybody. Close. <laughs> How about you, Brandon? What's your uh, what's your stance? Um, uh, you can definitely be friends. I will say I have majority of my friends are females. I have a significant amount of friends that are more females than oh, oh. males. But the thing is, now, granted, have I flirted with 
some of them and have some of them further with me, absolutely. And it never went anywhere, like physical or nothing, sexual, nothing like that. But then I have some where, like, literally that has never been a conversation ever. Yeah. And we probably never would even cross, you know, those boundaries or even think of um, yeah. speaking like that to one another. So, I mean, I do think it's definitely possible just because, I mean, I have quite, once again, majority of my friends are females. Um, you also grew and- up with females. Yeah, I grew up. <laughs> I grew up in a house, you know, with two women, my mom and my sister. So I mean, I think I just learned since my dad wasn't really like around much. I think I just learned better how to connect with women, which is why I probably have more women in my life than men. Um, so, and I'm pretty thankful for that too because it helps me understand women better so I feel like I'm able to communicate with them better than the average guy is in my opinion but you know I'm still learning too I mean I'm not a master of it but I think I do have the advantage and I'm open to like learning and listening so you definitely pick up on things that I think a lot of guys miss Right. Like my body language, whereas I feel like most guys just kind of bypass that. But even today, you were like, Emily, are you stressed? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're you're very aware where I feel like a lot a lot of guys may not be as aware of like my feelings through my body language. Like I feel right. like maybe guys are more verbal with their feelings. Mm-hmm. But you notice more than that. So I think that that is definitely a positive that you've picked. A third eye. Yes. Yeah. I'm, uh, it's glowing. Yeah, it's yeah. uh and women appreciate it. But you know, I'm not doing it necessarily for the women. No, it's, it's just, just something that naturally happens. Yeah, yeah. And women appreciate it when they see it happen. It's comforting. So it's like I know you've expressed that before, but you're not the only one. Once again, most of my friends are females yeah. and they say the same thing. So it's like Well, especially in a work environment where there's predominantly men. To yeah, have, like, true. to be kind of like, like, if I am feeling down or weird and you come over and you're like, hey, are you okay? It's like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Because sometimes people, I mean, if you don't know me, you just see me like, I'm a pretty big guy. And, yeah. you know, like, you just look at me like, okay. But then you get to know me and it's like, oh. You're a teddy But then again, not really because it's like, I mean, I smile a lot. So I don't think I come off as a threat anyway. No. Even even through the mask, I'd be seeing it. Yeah, I smile a lot, man. <laughs> you know, I'm like real deal happy. Like it's a genuine smile. So I think that just like when people see a smile, they're just gonna associate positivity with it. Um, but that's how you get them. <laughs> oh my gosh! Hey, I, I don't know what you. I don't get anybody. I am a single man doing the best I can. <laughs> <laughs> And that is all. We all feel that. that. Yeah, so that leads on to the next question. The right person and the wrong time. Qualities you think you liked or needed but ended up being toxic. Mm. Ah. Mm. Well, I'll say, first of all, the right person, wrong time is a tough one. Like, right now, I'm taking a six-month break just to be on my own. So, I've definitely talked to and met a lot of guys who seem like they, they could be great, but I just am not 
in the mindset right now to to be in a relationship. I just six don't want to be. Six months. Half a year, baby. I'm taking six months. Half a year. <laughs> Let me tell you, first of all, it's hard. Second of all, I just, but, but to be honest with you, I just don't even have the time. And the time that I do have, that's just not a priority for me right now. So, like, I've talked to people and I'm like, oh, well, this could be something, but it just, it's not time yet. So, but the qualities I thought I liked and needed, but ended up being just not right for me personally. I used to think having a guy who was super protective was attractive. Now it kind of irks me. Yeah, it's like good. one thing if like if I am in trouble or if somebody is being rude to me and there's like that sense of protective like I don't want them to mess with you, you know what I mean? Hmm. But there's another thing like I dated a guy who was incredibly controlling, manipulative. He did not allow me to wear certain things or talk to certain people like he be his dad. It was just too much. He wanted to control because it was out of fear, right? He was afraid of losing me. He was afraid of me liking somebody more than him. So he tried to control everything that I did. Um, another quality would probably be like what we talked about earlier, like someone who I wanted to spend all my time with. Like mm. I felt like whenever you meet the right person, you should talk all the time and hang out all the time. And now I'm realizing that that is not who I would want to be with. I want someone yeah. who is their own person. I would say in spurts, if it's organic, it's not that bad. Yeah. Well, there's time together. There's alone time. And then there's also time with your own friends. But mm. you still have that time together. Yeah, sure. but, but if, if I meet you <clears throat> in passing and the next day you're my favorite person or I'm your favorite person in the whole wide world, I'm probably going to back off of that mm-hmm. interaction. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, That's but, funny. But right person, wrong time. Um, I think that I've met uh, a plethora of amazing people. Um, and I think that um, being... Yeah. You know, seeing someone who's really on, like into their purpose and is achieving or has achieved, like, you know, say, be it she's a nurse or a doctor, lawyer, um, sometimes you have to understand that this person may be ready for things that you aren't ready for. Mm. So I think that I've met one or two people in, who were in the right mindset, the right person, but I wasn't up to where they were up to yet. So it didn't necessarily pan out. Do you think that... If they weren't, like, so concerned about that one thing you weren't ready for that you guys could have worked out? Uh, m- m- uh. <laughs> <laughs> may- <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. We'll just say my journey has been a rocky one. Yeah. You know, a trial. <laughs> uh, a, a fight for success and um, progress. So, try um, you know, I, I'm just grateful for everyone I've, I've come in contact with, the uh, the good and the bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I think that, I mean, I've met people deep into their careers, and you, you know, almost six figure salaries, who I just was like, eh, maybe, maybe not right now. Mm. Um, I mean, I also don't want that. Like, that's not a necessity for you to be a super earner or super established. I'm just nice, but yeah, so I just kind of, um, I'm getting to the age now, well, I'm to the age now, I'm getting to the mindset now, huh. so I'm open to that, Yeah. but previously, it didn't matter, I mean, you could have cured cancer, and um, you know, we still, <laughs> we still might just be texting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. so, well, so, go ahead. 
Yeah, well, even with that being said, like you said, you could have cured cancer or making $500,000 a year or whatever it is, but it's like, if they don't have what you truly value outside of that, then it won't matter regardless. It's done. So, like, that's just one thing. Yeah, now notice none of us said physical qualities. We're all personal trainers, but nobody said you have to be shaped like this, this tall, or this small. Right. So we um, are open to all shapes and sizes. Well, it's really, I mean, it's really about who you are as a person. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, like the physique, like you want to be attracted to them, but they don't, you don't have to be ripped for us to like you just because we're trainers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's not so much more, it's, it's so much more about just who you are right. and what your morals are. I'm not ripped myself. I'm not. We're getting. I'm, try, I'm trying to get. We're getting I mean, I'm in shape. You, uh, you all will see a picture right. of um the perspective <laughs> probably mid January to February as we ease into um uh, that season. In the oh, meantime, okay. you can follow me on Instagram. Oh. Robe the number four <laughs> <laughs> fitness. Robe the number four fitness, and you can follow Emily at only dot essentials and Jared. Uh, pleasure OMO. There we go. Oh, so my take on this. I guess it's my turn. It's your turn. Uh, right person, wrong time. I absolutely do believe in that. Because it's been definitely kind of like what Jared was saying. I've seen women that they had it all. Like, they were driven. They checked up, honestly, almost everything on on my quality sheet. Um, And I still was like, no. Because it wasn't about them. It was about me. Yeah. So, like, yeah, you know, you have everything that I want in a woman, but right now, I don't think I'm mentally in a place. I want to be a little selfish right now. Like, I'm focused on some things that I'm doing personally, and I know that if I'm dealing with someone else, I'm going to have to give them that time and energy, too, that I can be putting into what I'm really trying to do right now. I have a question for you. Um, If a woman isn't aligned with you spiritually would you wait for her or attempt to catch her up or try to bring her to your level of understanding or uh, patience spiritually like if she's not like we don't have the same belief i won't say the same belief but if she's not as practicing as you um if she's not practicing as much you know i mean it's it's deserving of a conversation you know i'd be curious to know like why and like, you know, I think that's just something we would have to connect on a little bit deeper to see, to find out, you know, the why. And um, I wouldn't penalize her for it, though, you know, because it's not like it's not like I've been perfect and I'm still not perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I wouldn't just be like, oh, no, I do this more than you do. So, like, no, <laughs> <laughs> like, no, like, I wouldn't exit that out. But I mean, I would encourage maybe both of us to. You know, do something together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, I wouldn't force it on her. But, I mean, I would at least present it. You know, just like with anything else. Like, if I was, you know, I'm a trainer. And she's not very active. Like, hey, you know, work out together. You know, whatever. So, I would just try to encourage it. Well, especially if it's something that you've made clear at the beginning. Right, right. If it's something, and that's something that I value. So, you know, that is something I would say in the beginning. So, you know, that's something that can be worked on. It's not like World War Three though. Now, that so, being said, I have a question for both of you. Do you think that you've ever met someone and you realize they haven't 
experienced enough yet or they haven't you know it's the wrong time for them like it could be the right person but they still have a lot of growing to do oh yes but but you think about them maybe in the back of your head like yeah maybe in the future but it seems like they need to experience a little bit more life first yeah yeah definitely i think um my thing is sometimes people will <clears throat> i mean you just kind of like look at us we're kind of like what do they call it? ugly ducklings or like um Who's you know ugly duckling? no <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying when you're younger, like oh, you, yeah. you, yeah, I'm about yeah. to say, I'm, I can't relate. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know the mistakes you're making or have made when when you're younger. You right. don't even know. You don't realize. So, um, yeah. Say if I meet someone who I mean is or has the potential to be phenomenal, but I kind of want to let, I let them make their own mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they end up back. In my, you know, you know, in my area, or if we, you know, try it again later, <laughs> uh, then that's a, then 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 that'll be that case. But right, uh, yeah, definitely experience wise. I mean, because especially, I don't want to say I'm experienced uh, in dating or, but you know, I've I'm, I've met some folks. Yeah. So definitely want to let someone just kind of go through the motions, make their mistakes. And get to know themselves. You know, the worst thing I would want would be for someone to, you know, realize themselves and realize that they're different uh, after, you know, you being with them. or And you may hold them back from mistakes that they need to make. Yeah. So, um, the question is, are you a giver or a receiver? Mm. In general speaking terms, mm-hmm. uh, I will say that I can be both. Okay. I like to bring joy and see someone else smile. Um, but it, it, it does feel nice to be thought of and, you know, to feel appreciated. So random moments in which you're given something, well, whether you, it be time or whatever. What, what were we going to say? Do you think that you're more of one, though? Like if you were to lean one way. Most of the time. I think it depends. I think I can be a heavy receiver, but I can be a heavy giver. Second question. Do you think it depends on the person who you're with? Yes. Do you think that if you were to like a girl a lot, you might be more of a giver? Yeah. Yeah. If um, if I like a girl a lot, I tend to just go along with what she says. Mm. Oh, man. But if I don't, then... Complete opposite? Not complete opposite, just a, uh, an adjusted. You just don't try as hard. I don't say I don't try as hard. We just, it the flow is different. Yeah. From my end. Um, so I, yeah. I feel like I was a big giver, and I still feel like I'm a big giver, but I think I'm becoming more comfortable with being a receiver. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I, <laughs> I am what? shocked to hear you say that because you love... You love giving gifts. Yeah. I'm shocked. That's all you talk about. And now you just... Well, Emily, it's all Emily is... It sounds like you're fed up. Yeah, it sounds like you're fed up. Because normally, that is not something you would say. Well, I feel like for a long time, I feel... uh, Like, I would just get... Like, I would feel uncomfortable with somebody, even, like, buying me lunch. Or... um, Breakfast. Or breakfast. Chick-fil-A. But now... (laughs) But now... (laughs) 
you know, but but it's also just like I I felt like it it if I was to ask for something, it would be demanding or bossy or I didn't want to come across that way. I didn't want to inconvenience my partner in any way. I was so hyper-focused on like making them comfortable and making them happy that I like brushed all my priorities under the rug. But now I'm at this point where like, yes, I will do little things to make your life easier, but I'm also not afraid to ask for what I need. So that's Mm. where I feel like I'm becoming more comfortable Mm -hmm. being a receiver. Mm. Yeah, I will agree. I think that uh, I encountered a situation in which I felt the same way. Like I'm just giving, 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 giving. And then I got to the point to where you give so much, it becomes comfort or the norm. And you could ask for something and what what you've given is small. Mm -hmm. But it's just like, how could you or what? Or it's appalling. Um, so I took a step back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wasn't mad, but I was, you know, it was kind of like, you're, you're doing this, you're doing this, and, the, and I, ooh, <laughs> I've done too much. Right. Um, and, well, and it's frustrating when they don't recognize it and then become appalled <sighs> when you ask for something. Shoot. Shoot. Or if you take a step back and they're like, well, where were you? Or yeah. why didn't you do this? Yeah. You know, instead of... <laughs> yeah, and I'm not typically a giver. I think I was, it took me a while to be in a position to give from a few standpoints. Mm-hmm. So uh, once I was able, I was almost knocked off my feet when I was like... When, when it just... The reciprocation was was zero. You think it's possible that you were at one point a giver and then something happened that made you want to stop giving and now you gotten past whatever may have happened and you're okay with giving again yeah yeah i think you're more it's more so per per individual i think that some some situations fizzle out and some um relationships aren't forever so i think that when you uh when something runs its course don't keep feeding it energy or food or outings or trips you know you just kind of let it let us do his thing, and then you maybe fall back, work on yourself, or you know rebound and um, begin to work on something different. Mm-hmm. But you, Brandon, what do you think? I think I'm more of a giver. I know I'm more of a giver. I love giving things to friends, and when I say giving, it doesn't always have to be like a gift. It can be my time. Yeah. It can be my. I mean, whatever, whatever it is, food, time, money, gifts. Anything I love to give, especially to my partner. Um, but as I've gotten older, I think I would like my partner to kind of match and be a giver too. Yes. Um, I don't like. I, I'm turned off by a woman that always feels like I should give her. Like, let me give when I want to give you know don't don't try to like yeah let it be a gift don't hound me like it's coming trust me Mm -hmm. it's in my mind already because I'm a naturally I'm a giver but I'm gonna give it to you when I feel like um you're ready to receive it and that's not for you to tell me now if you it's okay if you have your wants and needs and you you know you want to share that you know cool I'll hear you out but ultimately I'm gonna give when I want to right 
And I just don't want you to be so comfortable with me to the point where you're like, oh, he's a giver and you take advantage. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, or yeah, that's when you um, lose oh me. That's when you lose me. If I feel like you're taking advantage because you know I'm a giver, mm-hmm. then now you, you. So to what you asked Jared, now that can make me that can kind of I'm not going to say it's going to disrupt and like hurt the next person or even tarnish that relationship. But I will make it known. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it makes you more cautious. It makes me more cautious yeah. because you know you can't just give to, you can't give like an abundance or you can't a certain amount to just anyone and 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 everyone. You know, so you have to definitely be mindful. So, um, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm naturally like I said, I'm naturally a giver, and I want my partner to match that too. Now, yeah. if she's not as big of a giver as me. I'm okay with that. If she's not as big, but once again, as long as I feel like you're not taking from me. Yeah. So what would be some signs then that someone is taking advantage of you? Huh. Uh, some signs for me, <laughs> I have to say like, um, I don't know, let's say I buy you, I don't know, if I'm taking you out to dinner consistently or, you know, I'm buying you little things like, I don't know, a perfume or just like... Whatever it is that I know that you like because I know you now. And some signs for me would probably be like not showing appreciation. Yeah. Like verbal appreciation. Mm -hmm. Like if you start like, I start giving it to you and the thank yous are like, you know, like. They disappear. Yeah. Like all the little things to show that like you're appreciative of what I've done for you. Mm -hmm. Um. By your actions and by your words, those are things I pay attention to. So, like, because now you're expecting that, right? Opposed to like actually just being grateful that I'm doing this for you. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, if I give you this and that, and you know, you just take it, and you know, it's just another day. It's like, well, damn, you could at least say acknowledge it, Thank like, you. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah, I'm gonna get, I got it for you, but dang, or like, do something for me sometimes. Like right. if I'm all, if I feel like I'm always doing this for you, and like you can't do the slightest thing for me, you know, just little things like that are gonna make me feel uneasy and make me feel like you know what, okay. Mm-hmm. And depending on the person, this is key for me at least. Depending on the person, I might tell you straight up, and I might not say anything at all and just fall back. Depending on the person, don't go ghost, Brandon. Like I might, I'm not gonna say go ghost. But I'll slow down with what I'm doing. You have to. You know, because that's what I mean by far back. So I won't yeah. ghost you. But I'm so de- once again, depending on the person, it's like, okay, I'll tell you straight up. Like, hey, this is what's going on. Like, I don't like that. Or, right, you know, whatever. Right. And I think I'm pretty good at <laughs> speaking, expressing myself mm-hmm. when I like or dislike something. Yeah. Um, um, I'll say just kind of me expending, whether it be finances or time beyond what both of us are really normal to or keen to or can do. So it's like, if you can't go to, you know, Benihana five days a week, like, okay, if I take you one time, you don't have to be grateful, but it's like, dang, like we're doing an outing, you know, just because I might be able to do something that doesn't mean that it's necessarily like, like, like yours. Yeah. And if it's taken advantage of and kind of exploited, um, and and then if if I'm doing that, you know, a a light four for four, you know, would be cool. You know, you definitely don't want to be. Oh, I don't have my card, mm-hmm. or I'm I, I'm already close to you. Like we're talking drive through at this point. Mm. So you know, I mean, 
just just reciprocation 70 30 80 20 just to be respectful yeah know? but if it's 100 percent to nothing then uh mm. then yeah yeah i feel like in in my circumstance it was a lot of like labor intensive love where i would make dinner or I would, mm. you know what I mean? Getting your hands dirty. Yeah, or I'd go and, like, pick up their sister from something. And then whenever my family came into town, it's like, they didn't want to pick up my family. Or, like, whenever I was tired and I'm like, hey, like, I don't really feel like making dinner, you know, they would just be like, ugh, you know, make a deal about it. Or even um, one morning I remember, like, rushing around, getting ready for, I think I was, I was still in college, so I was like, I was getting ready for school, I was rushing around, I was like, I didn't have time to eat food, but it just wasn't even on my radar. And my partner at the time, he said, yeah, I'd make breakfast, but I'm just not hungry yet. Hmm. <laughs> Thinking like, about him. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I wouldn't even be upset if you didn't say anything. <laughs> but then, you know, it's like, knowing that if I was in that situation, I would absolutely be making him coffee and breakfast. Yeah. You know, people just That's get a good used point. to being served in a lot of ways. Right. So. Yeah, you got to be careful. Well, but that also goes uh, in line with don't introduce someone to a lifestyle that you can't maintain. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, and to know yourself too and just to not give more than you you know, should. Like, recognize your limitations. So, all right. So then that being said... Is that a fear in your relationships? And what would be your biggest fear in relationships? It's a hard one to answer. First of all, it's a hard one to answer. I have... My biggest fear is I don't want to lose myself in somebody else. Mm. And I think that I say that because when you're wrapped up in, oh my gosh, everything is going really well... You know, you can lose yourself. <laughs> Rosie, get down. My dog loves Brandon. Rosie. <laughs> <laughs> All she wants to do is snuggle him. Her biggest fear is that he doesn't love her back. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So I feel like my biggest fear is, is definitely along the lines of that. Mm. Because you could, I mean, people can manipulate you. And I, I just, I've been manipulated before. I don't want to do it. I feel like now I have a really good sense of like, you know, the red flag mentality. Like, okay, that's not okay. Or that's a little passive aggressive. Like I can recognize those things mm. very easily now. It just took a couple whammies for me to really understand it. You know, <laughs> whammies, a couple yeah. whammies. I yeah. But other than that, I mean, I definitely have a fear of, like, my partner being disloyal. But mm-hmm. I think that's more so, like, a, um, like, confidence thing that I continuously work on on my own, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, I was a really jealous person. I still feel like I deal with that, but it's not nearly as bad because I do feel a lot. I've done a lot of the work, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, a, a lot of us feel that. Even those who don't admit it, we're still pretty weary. I don't yeah. want to jealous. Yeah, but that's probably my biggest fear, for sure. I think mine, I'd have to say, you know, being uh, being with someone that's disloyal, and that can be a couple different things, like lying, cheating. Lying is a big one. Yeah, I can't stand the lying and cheating and, you know, just whatever it is crossing me behind my back. That, because that's hard for me to come back from. That's big. It would just happen in friendships and relationships in my past, which caused me to have a lot of trust issues. And it's gotten a lot better, 
you know, but it's still not where I would like for it to be. But I mean, it's it's progress, so you know, I'll take it one day at a time. It's getting better. But yeah, that's big to me because once again, like when I, if you're around me, I'm gonna be loyal and I'm gonna speak up on how I feel, and it's gonna be a real transparent relationship. Mm-hmm. That's how I want it to be. So, but not everyone has that same type of mindset, which is cool because I understand no, and not everyone's gonna be like me. But on the flip side of that, when I don't get that same in return, it's like a spit in your face. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, that's tough. So for me, that'd be my biggest, and that's a feeling that I know all too well, which I've been real hesitant in terms of, I guess getting close or allowing certain people in but you have to you know i mean you don't have to but you want to because you'll meet some really great people along the way Mm -hmm. so it's like you don't want to exit everybody out because of what this group of people did so yeah it's like a it's tough it's like a fine you gotta find that sweet spot but you gotta be open to finding it because there are just like there's some bad people out there there's good people out there too so my biggest fear in a relationship is being with someone disloyal, dishonest, cheater, just manipulator, <laughs> all of that. It kind of all ties in. <laughs> you know who you but, are. <laughs> <laughs> that right there, I have no room, no energy, no time, no nothing, man. I, I don't have none of that. And I'm not speaking about anyone in particular right at this very second. But just know, I don't have time for it. Yeah. So if you listen to this podcast and you want to be friends, don't do that. <laughs> all right, all right. I like that. I like that. My biggest fear is uh, just committing to the wrong person. Um, my parents have been married my whole life, so that's all I know. So whenever I get with somebody, it's probably going to be for like a long time. Uh, probably like forever, whatever forever is. So uh, my biggest fear is committing to someone marriage-wise and childbearing-wise as well. Although if I was to, in some universe... Uh, child buried someone who I wasn't necessarily married to um, I would seek that because I don't want I, I don't know I'm not f- familiar with the um, separate housing or you know single parent like you know mm-hmm. so I just I figured it out so but with that being said I want to find a wife that I'm comfortable with being my wife I don't want to like realize like two or three years down like I made a mistake mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. like we aren't compatible like we were at first yeah um so the bad days help um because even after the worst day sometimes i've seen people still stand by their partner and grow and move forward mm-hmm. um now if if this person isn't you know, like who you should be with then you have to make changes at that moment so that's just my biggest fear is just aligning and really settling down with someone who i can't grow with or who i just don't feel comfortable with long term. Right. Get that for sure. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Definitely a big fear. Yeah. I think, like, I, I can relate to that for sure. Like, I have a fear. Like, part of me doesn't even want to get married. 
because of that fear. Like, mm-hmm. the idea of marriage is wonderful. Like, the idea of being a fiancé and having a wedding and being committed to somebody, like, dedicating your life to them. Like, all that stuff is so romantic. But I also understand that we ebb and flow and evolve and change. And if somebody changes and they want to grow in a different direction, I don't want to force them to, like, change with me or grow my direction. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, understanding that. I know people who have been together for 25 years and they never got married and they're happy mm-hmm. as can be. You know what I mean? <clears throat> then again, maybe I just haven't met that right person where I've thought to myself, oh, my gosh, I'm going to marry this person. Mm-hmm. You know? I think it's just you hard will. to say. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely will. But at the same time, it's like sometimes, like, we're not... um. Sometimes, like, we can have the perfect person for us, but we're not the perfect person for them. Mm, like, that's so tough. Sometimes it's not them. Sometimes it's us. Like, yeah. we're not in a position to receive that person. Yeah. So, if we were in order, then we'd be able to receive them, but we're not, we're, I'm not going to say we're a mess, but we're just not in position. Man, that's so hard. Like, thinking about people who are in relationships with, like, addicts. Right. You know, where it's like when things are good, the relationship is just right. You know, you get along with them, but then they've got that one side or that one piece or maybe that they, they do still need time to grow mm. or like mature in another yeah. way. It's like, that's tough. That's yeah. tough. Or even like for some people where they love somebody and they know that they could take care of them in all the right ways, but that person who they love doesn't feel the same way about them. Exactly. That's the really one side of feeling. That's tough. It's one-sided. It won't work. Yeah. That's anything. Well, and so in honor of Thanksgiving, our last topic for this evening is going to be relationships that we are thankful for. So um, I'll go ahead and start off. My best friend in the whole world is someone who I'm thankful for. I've struggled most of my life finding somebody who I can talk to without being judged. Um, and even in my family, like I love my family, but there are certain things that I just don't feel comfortable talking to them about because the way that they've reacted in the past is not the love and support that I've needed. Mm-hmm. And she provides that for me in ways where she feels like my sister. She feels like she feels like she knows me. Like this is a cliche, like better than I know myself, because mm-hmm. she notices my patterns. She knows, and it's great. Like you don't even have to explain yourself to that person. It's like you're almost like you're well journaling or yeah. It gets annoying though because it's like if you repeat the pattern and they're not gonna let you hit your head against the wall. <laughs> Yeah. You're kind of like, I'm just going to do it one more time. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's definitely, she's definitely someone who I'm really thankful for. Uh, you know, and also just I have a lot of really strong female friends in my life right now, which I have been yearning for. I haven't always had strong, supportive female friends in my life, and now I'm at a point where I do. And as a woman, that is so important. Um, and then I, I also just want to say that I'm really thankful for the relationship I have with my dad. He has... We weren't really close whenever I was young. After my parents got a divorce, we became close. And I recognized I was very similar to him in a lot of ways. And also, he's a great role model in in almost every aspect. He's a good person. He's constantly giving to other people. He listens. He's always just, like, he's always been a rock. Where, like, if I'm overwhelmed, he is always just, like, that level, you know? So, thank you for that. 
Uh, yeah, I can agree on that. Me and my father um, are definitely one and the same, which is good and bad. His flaws are my flaws. His um, pluses are mine as well. So um, definitely with someone I could confide in. I'm a fisherman. He's a fisherman as well. So it's kind of like I grew up as like his fisher buddy. So yeah. we, we, I know all of his high school stories and his college stories. I mean, we've been hours fishing and stuff. So um, I'm, I'm uh, thankful for my whole family unit, my intermediate family and, and extended as well. But I mean, we text every day and I can call my mom and talk to her about whatever, about whatever every day. You text your family every day? Every day, every morning. Wow, that's good. Yeah. And me and my brother, we have, we have a similar, uh, a pretty unique bond because we shared a room for a while, like 12, 13 years. So yeah. Um, you, when you lock in a room <laughs> with somebody for that long, you're going to build a bond. Um, me and my sister as well, we, we, we went through it at times, but the boss tired than ever. You know, family definitely going through some tougher times, you mm-hmm. know. Right now, there's there are certain things that are uh, bubbling. Um, 2020 has been a strong, a, a tougher year. Um, also, my core, uh, my core friends have been, you know, whether it be my high school core or my little college core. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we're just we're locked in. We're solid. I mean, if I well, first of all, we haven't really went without. Uh, you know, we had a strong year, but uh, uh, <laughs> but no, I mean they're always there for for whatever. Even when things get extreme, when things got extreme earlier this year, which they did, um, they were there. And they were there when I didn't think they would be. And yeah. And I'm also um, just thankful for anyone who has added to, um, you know, me smiling, laughing, being, uh, you know, upbeat. Yeah. I think oh, I want. Oh, and you guys. I thought we were included in that. But yeah. if you want to give us an extra, I mean, I'll take that <laughs> all day. I want to start off by saying I'm thankful for my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. First and foremost, um, whew, my mom, man, that's my baby. My mom, I mean, man, I really don't even know where to start, but that's literally like my rock. Your that's mom? my, yeah, yeah. We talk about everything. I feel comfortable feel safe with her she knows a lot uh that's wonderful man yeah it, it's just i don't even really have all the words it's more i don't even think i can i feel that i don't even think i have enough words to really even describe it being honest so just know it's more so than a feeling that any word could ever even explain um and i'm really thankful for people you know, I'm 30 now. I'm just thinking about all the people I've met. All the people that just helped, like, that I met in the church back in Tampa. The men that I've met here. Um, Mr. Clark, Pastor Tate, Otto, Kenny, like, my old professors at USF. Men that, like, showed me and, like, like showed me the way. Like, gave me so much knowledge. Like, man, you're a man, you know, growing in this world. These are some things you need to look out for. Mm-hmm. These are some things that you might need to consider. Oh, no, that's not... That, That yeah, you may need to check yourself. Men that weren't afraid to call me out, but in that same breath, you know, were going to pat me on the back and tell me when I did good, too. Yeah. So it wasn't yeah. all just one side or the other. They showed me, like, true, genuine... Um emotion and I knew I could tell like this their intentions were good 
and they helped steer me in a in the right path. So I definitely want to um, take the time to give them thanks. Whew, even you know what this is kind of uh this is kind of off. It's not norm the norm I guess to say, but mm-hmm. for everyone that um for everyone that did me wrong, yeah, I'm thankful for them too, right? Yeah. Because yeah. they taught me a lot. Because that's life. You're gonna meet a lot of people, men and women. You know, doesn't matter that that's just life. People are going to do you wrong, whether it's intentional, um, whether it's, yeah, uh, unintentional or intentional. You know, so I'm thankful for that because if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't know how to deal with those situations. You wouldn't know as much about yourself. I wouldn't know as much about myself. So I learned about I learned a lot about myself through them, you know, because remember, you can learn from anyone. Um, you know, whether the people that do you good, right, you know, wrong, whatever the circumstance. So I'm definitely thankful for them. You guys, of course, you know, what we yeah. do every week, not just with the podcast, but the things we talk about. <laughs> yeah, even leading up into the podcast. Yeah. Before we even decided we wanted to do this, you know, so and then now that we're here. And then, you know, months, you know, whatever down the road, years, whatever down the road, we can look back and even look at where we're at now and see how far we've came. So, yeah, that's, I'm thankful for all of those things. I'm thankful for you guys, too. I think I said that. (laughs) Most definitely. But, man, it's been a great year. Definitely more to come. Happy Thanksgiving to all. Happy Thanksgiving. And this is Your Perspective. Signing off. Take care, guys.